Welcome to Elemental Talks, a podcast that airs innovative voices from the worlds of marketing, design, and development. Listen to experts exploring best practices and learn how to build better websites. Matthew Woodward has been publishing tutorials and case studies that are focused on helping web professionals to grow their digital presence since 2012. His blog attracts over 4 million visitors and 170,000 subscribers and has established itself as a leader in its field. Building websites, digital marketing and SEO has been his passion for the last 20 years. In this podcast, Matthew tells us about the early days of affiliate marketing, explains why many SEO marketers are doing it wrong, and why he decided to publish his income. Welcome to another episode of Elementor Talks, and as always with me is Matan. Hi, Matan. Hi, Ben. And our guest today is none other than Matthew Woodward. Matthew, welcome to the show. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on. Very much appreciated. So let's begin. I mean, uh, you have a super interesting story. Tell us how it all began uh, in the world of marketing. Yeah, I mean, I'm mostly known for my SEO blog. That, that, that's my public face, so to speak. But I've actually been building websites and uh, affiliate marketing and everything like that for, for you know, nearly 20 years. And before affiliate marketing was called affiliate marketing, so to speak, uh, before Google existed, before YouTube existed. I remember back then, it was uh, the early days. I think the known figures back then were, I think, the people that are still known today, people like, uh, you know, Frank Kern and, and the likes. Yeah, well, you had like Eli, Blue Hat SEO, like for, Frank Kern was more in the, in the digital marketing world. Um, and, and, and he's still rocking. And, you know, back then, let me tell you, we didn't have Elementor. We didn't have drag and drop page builders. Literally, I was building pages. I was drawing them in Photoshop, paying someone to turn them into static HTML code, and then manually, by hand, in code, adding all of the content, doing all of the on-page SEO, everything like that. That was like uh, 2003, four, five, something like that. So yeah, I've, you know, I've, I, I've seen I've seen everything over those times. I've seen the birth of things. I've seen things die. I've seen you know I've seen the the full revolution from start to finish. <laughs> so basically, your background was uh, um, something that was self-taught. It's not that you uh, pursued a career on, uh, through university. Hey, I'd like to study uh, development, web development, or web design. That was too early those days. Yeah, I mean, it, that didn't even exist. It, it, it just didn't exist. Uh, I, yeah, I was the, the kid with the paper round paying for a server to build websites. You know, I, I, I was that kid. And, and I, had, I was also the kid that would be selling you, well, whatever it is you, you wanted, whatever Pokemon card you needed, you know. So I was always <laughs> hustling one way or another. Yeah. These were the first signs of uh, marketing on your uh on your side, uh, what was the actual first marketing channel that you utilized to promote your career, to promote a product? I've, I've been SEO till I die for the most part um, in, in my professional career. But beyond that, you know, when I, you know, as a kid, I wasn't afraid to go and knock on 200 doors and ask people if I can wash a car. So I'm, <laughs> I've, I've got both ends of the marketing scale, you know, right down into the the real front line face to face all the way through to digital and SEO has, has what's been my bread and butter over the years. I, I 
use it to great success in my corporate career. I use it to great success in my personal career. And uh, that's what's enabled me to build an SEO blog that's helped so many people. So before you actually, before you actually went in depth into the SEO world, you did have this experience of affiliate marketing, some sort of affiliate marketing. Can you tell yeah, us about that? I mean, actually, it's interesting, anyone watching, if you want to see the very first affiliate video I produced, you can go to matthewwoodward.co.uk forward slash about, and it's on there. And it's actually a screenshot of my first serious affiliate site and the video that I produced at the time. Now, that was 15 years ago. YouTube didn't exist. <laughs> so... But even producing your own video back then, you know, you didn't have the means, the tools that we have nowadays. You didn't have the, the desktop, uh, you know, your uh, podcast uh, studio in your, inside yeah. your house. <laughs> no, so how does no. one go about this 15 years ago? I mean, the very first website I built, serious website, was before I knew you could make money. And I was heavily into competitive gaming, the very first Call of Duty on the PC, which was years before it ever hit a console, and Medal of Honor Allied Assault. And people were recording videos, highlight videos, demos of their best bits. To record those videos, we had video out to a VHS tape and we had to record it on VHS, and then we had to play the VHS back into our PC and press record on the PC. <laughs> um, but there was nowhere to share those videos, and I lacked the vision to, 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 to invent YouTube at the time, so I built a website that allowed people to share those videos. So video editing was, even before that, 20 years ago was, was something I was doing, and I was playing with Adobe After Effects and this, that, and the other, but all because... I just liked playing games, really. <laughs> so to be, for, me, for, for me, doing an affiliate video 15 years ago wasn't that revolutionary. By today's standards, it is. So yeah, how did I do it? How did I do it? Adobe After Effects, tutorials, lots of time, hard work, shouting at the screen. <laughs> so yeah, so then you uh, kind of, at one point, you kind of focused mainly on content so can you tell us a bit about that because that was before the before you you started your successful youtube channel right yeah um content is the heart and soul of of any digital business it's it's your salesman it's the person that you know interfaces between the, the person reading and, and your you know your bottom line revenue so paying attention to content has always 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 been important and you know, people often take shortcuts there. And um, when I was, you know, the, the affiliate landscape in 2005 was you just throw like three to 500 words together at 3% keyword density. It didn't even need to all be unique. You could just scrape it, spin it and post it and, and, and it would rank. You know, that doesn't fly anymore. You, you've got to, you've really got to bring keep bring the human into it you, you've got to write content for humans whereas before we were writing it strictly for search engines so if you look at any of the content on my blog you'll see that you know, I, i'm not taking any shortcuts in the production of content uh, i feel like that's a weakness that, that many people have when they're uh, when they're building a site in, in in whether it's an affiliate site or even a site that represents a business obviously oftentimes the, the, the content doesn't really get the attention that it should do. I think in terms of uh, at least SEO, 
I would say there are two types of uh, people. You know, you can be the SEO person that is more oriented towards link building and trying to game the system. And mm-hmm. there are others that are more led by more the unique content and, and creation process. So what are your ideas about that? I think you've got to have a complete strategy. You can't go all the way left and you can't go all the way right. You know, the, the SEO world is often divided by the white hat, black hat SEO argument. Yeah. And to me, that's a stupid argument. It, anyone that identifies as a white hat SEO is an idiot. And anyone that identifies as a black hat SEO is an idiot. And anyone that identifies as a gray hat SEO is, well, just two different types of idiot put together. Um, (laughs) The reason I say that is because the Google algorithm is just that. It's an algorithm. It's looking for certain metrics. As SEOs, it's our job to feed it those metrics. And the, the whole white hat, black hat thing is just like, stupid human psychology that we've injected into things to make it more complicated than it needs to be. So I don't subscribe to to, to any of that. And obviously the, there are more risky ways of, of doing SEO and less risky ways of doing SEO. But if you're doing any kind of link building, it's against Google's webmaster guidelines, right? Like it's against the guidelines. So any type of link building is by traditional definition, black hat. And uh, you'll see lots of white hat SEOs that that use that label, banging the the guest blogging drum or or this, that, and the other, but all of it's black hat. So that's where I see a lot of people go wrong is that you can't just go all the way left or all the way right. You need a complete working understanding. And there isn't a one-size-fits-all strategy. Some sites you got to you know go a bit more aggressive with some you need to go a bit softer there isn't there isn't that golden strategy that just works for everything there isn't a universal key so you got to build that complete understanding if you identify as a white hat what you actually do is become ignorant of anything black hat which stops you getting that complete understanding equally black hats who i often find are, are, like to think that they're they're above will become ignorant of everything white hat so then they lack the complete understanding in the end you only lose if you choose a side it's much better just to understand there's a single algorithm it's looking for certain metrics and then look at ways you can just give it those metrics that's that's all there is to it we recently uh interviewed someone else from uh, i would say industry also with uh, courses tommy griffith and he shared his perspective so what is kind of your perspective about building your course and teaching others these, these topics of, of SEO and blogging? My perspective? Well, my SEO blog was a complete accident. It was an experiment of zero link building to see if back then Matt Cutts, the, the head web spam dude at Google at the time, was saying, just build quality content. That's the best way to build links. Build quality content. That's all you need to do. And uh, I thought, okay, well, let's see. And uh, I launched the blog and it was a huge success. It turned out he was right. Google were right. Focus on building quality content and uh, it'll go from there. That's kind of forced me into a teaching position. And I've got a wealth of experience and knowledge at which to share. Now, let me tell you this. The blog is like, if I look across all of my sites, the blog sucks a huge amount of resources compared to the amount of money it puts out because I put out so much free content. I've only ever put out one course in 
eight years. So I will launch another course, but my main motivation for that is to help recover a lot of the investment that I've made in giving away the, the free content. In terms of an ROI basis, my, my, my blog is the worst performing property I have. And probably if it wasn't for all of the, the great feedback it was getting and, and, and helping people and such things, I'd have killed it already. <laughs> Um, but so, does it yeah, for the clients as well? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, it does. But you know, it's it's not the only business I've got. It's not the only thing I do. And look, when I look around uh, across the scope of where I'm spending my resources, it's certainly the most resource intensive, producing the the the, the least ROI, so to speak. Um, you know, because I, I don't have to go to the effort in other niches that I do in this niche. I don't have to create spectacular videos on a green screen with custom animation and all the rest of it. All that's, <clears throat> all that's expensive, you know? You know, from writing a script, doing a record, everything, like, it, it's very, very, very expensive. I don't have to go to that length in other niches. Granted, if I did go to that length in other niches, I'd completely and utterly dominate them. But there's some pretty heavy competition in in the SEO and digital marketing world, so that that's what I mean. Like the amount of resource that goes into just even just not even growing in this niche, just staying on a level, is 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 is, is pretty pretty hardcore. So um, yeah, in 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 the, the biggest reward I get from it is is if you look at the testimonials page, and there's just for as long as you can scroll people sending their thanks for how tutorials have helped you know increase traffic or increase conversion or this that and the other and that's the real the real driver for me because without that yeah i don't know how much how long much longer i'd continue doing it you actually are very transparent in terms of uh, as we've seen in this uh, answer in terms of income and you actually uh, released six years of income reports right from yes what, 2012 from the from the first for the first moment of the blog yeah uh so that's amazing why do you stop <laughs> um start, or, or start. <laughs> okay so i started because as i said the blog was born out of an experiment a zero link building and i wanted a way to report and track that income reports i took influence from john chow uh john chow if you don't know and for, for people that haven't been in the game for a long time, he had a famous spat with Google. They de-indexed him. Some guy ranked a spam site for johncow.com to the point they were ripping loads and loads and loads of people off. And Google had no option but to put someone back in the search results they'd taken out for heavy, 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 heavy black cat SEO. He was the first guy I ever seen publish an income report like, wow, 2006, seven, eight, something like that. So I decided I was going to use the same format to um to to report on my progress so i published them for six years i shared everything i did that month why i did it i shared all of the income where the income came from the expenses what it was spent on i shared all of the traffic sources absolutely everything in complete transparency so you can follow that from day zero from all the way through to the blog making 1.2 million dollars the reason I stopped doing it is the income reports had served their purpose. The experiment was, can you rank a site with zero link building? The experiment was probably proved a success after the first year. And the income reports, first of all, 
they take a lot of time to produce a lot a lot a lot of effort to, to put all of that together and, and publish it every month and i published them on the first day every month for six years without fail like a beating drum um it didn't matter if i was sick hungover like on the first of the month that report was coming out one way or another the problem is there's so much resource going into creating them and they have a short shelf life, so to speak, combined with the fact that they'd already, the experiment was already proved a success. I didn't feel a need to keep going, you know, kind of past the million dollar mark. So I got to the million dollar mark. I was a few months short of the end of the year. I figured I'd keep it going to the end of the year and then, uh, and then I killed it. Let's uh, go back to your blog. Uh, you started it in 2012, and there was a major change uh, in a year later, change that influenced the, your life, basically, where you live right now, <laughs> the way you work, and it brings, uh, it brings back our uh, podcast from a month ago, Ben, if I'm not mistaken, with uh, Rob O'Rourke, that is a digital nomad and uh, living in Colombia after spending some time in Canada and other places. So can you tell us about this uh, move? It's, it's not an easy move or relocation from, uh, you're from the UK. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Originally. So yeah. how? <laughs> Why? <laughs> so I said it before, the, the, the greatest thing about the blog is the amount of people it helps and the feedback that, that I get. In 2013, someone wrote me an email saying, hey, um, thanks for the blog. And you can read the email. It's on the about page. Thanks for your blog. We've been reading it. It's been helping us. Do you want to come here and have a beer with us? Please let us know. The invitation is not a joke. So I, I spoke with them. I ended up having a paid consultation gig in Costa Rica. I flew out, which was like three flights and 35 hours to get there at the time. Now you can fly direct, but back then you couldn't. I didn't know it at the time, but that email was going to change my entire life because once I'd been to Costa Rica and went back to the UK, I couldn't stand to be in the UK anymore. I had to get out. Once I'd seen how, how life could be, I couldn't leave that alone, you know? And uh, that was like, that was, uh, yeah, 2014, I think I moved here. And I'm speaking to you from Costa Rica right now. That's gone on, you know. Um, I bought a house here. I'm, I'm completely settled. I'm fluent Spanish. And we recently had a baby uh, on the 1st of October. The, the next generation of SEO, <laughs> so to speak. You know, and, and, and all of these... Yeah, these things happened. And actually, he's got his own blog, of, of course. <laughs> um, I, I actually uh, registered the domain before he was born. <laughs> that's, that's still the name for, for you and your wife. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm digital marketing all my life till I die. You know, I'm, I'm checking a domain name. You know, is that name available? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can use that name. That's a good idea. <laughs> How, did this affect your business model? Did this affect your the way you work? We, we already know that it's not an easy task to actually keep your schedule tight and productive once you have to, or once you live as a digital nomad. Can you tell us about this? How can you... Uh... Yeah, I mean, I digital nomads are often moving around in, 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 you know, two or three months here, four or five months there, this, that, and the other. And each time you move, you reset everything, you know, you reset 
just stupid things like knowing where the shop is to go buy some milk, right? You got to learn all of that all over again every time you move. So each time you move takes a lot of time away from you. Um, when I moved to Costa Rica, I moved, you know, I, I literally destructed my tower PC. I traveled over with all the components in my case. And then I, I, I bought a PC tower here and reconstructed it. And I built an office. I had an actual working area. I knew well, I was planning to be here for the, the long haul. So I, I, it was less digital nomad and actually a committed change. So I, I wasn't dealing with moving around a lot. Previously, I had done a lot of traveling. And you're right, it is hard to maintain a work schedule while you're traveling. And I'm used to working on a desktop, two PCs, you know, a real computer. So when I work on a laptop, it's like you've cut three of my limbs off. If you are struggling with, with traveling and working, that is ultimately the, the lifestyle you've chosen. You just got to bite the bullet and, uh, <laughs> and figure it out. But, you know, that, 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 that's the beauty that the Internet grants us. When I started in affiliate marketing, you, I couldn't have done what I did. It wasn't possible back then. Well, it wasn't even affiliate marketing back then. So you got to take the rough with the smooth. Yeah. We've got location independence, but that's going to cause you some, some issues with the, the whole work and life balance. <laughs> Talking about this work and life balance, how do you kind of manage between what you do in terms of the content you produce, the videos, the, the, the course, the affiliate links, the other businesses? What's your, uh, I would say, uh, you know, your, your uh, routine like? Okay, well, first of all, it's, Building websites is a passion project. It has been since I can remember, you know. I always wanted to be a journalist when I was a kid. I was always writing. So I was always, I always had the content creation and, and almost a business mindset, you know. I was, I was always hustling. So for me, I'm just doing what I love doing every single day. It's not like, it's not like I have to separate the two things like, oh, this is work. This is life. To, to me, this is life. It's life. You know, I've I found what I love in life. I found a way to make money at it. And, and now I get to do that every day. I, I'm, I'm, I haven't got anything to balance. I've, in, in essence, you know, doing what I want to do. What, what is there to balance after that? So a, a typical schedule, and it depends. Some, sometimes I've got lots of stuff on. Sometimes I've not got much on. And it is very fluid. There isn't, there isn't a set schedule. The only really set schedule is I always work on Monday. <laughs> that, that's it. Now, that's not to say that when I haven't got a set schedule, I'm not working hard. I'm regularly doing 60, 70 hour weeks. It, it, I'm not shy of hard work, but it's not hard work. I'm, I'm addicted, you know. I'm, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a drug addict to my work almost, you know. So a typical schedule, there isn't one. But like today, right now, it's 8 a.m. in the morning. I got up at 6.30 this morning to, to come on this call. Typically, I'd, I'd get up around 7, hit the beach. I, I live 100 meters from the Pacific coast. So I hit the beach with a dog for 10, 15 minutes, come back, check out the emails, just get an idea of, of how, how my day is going to go. Usually when I check my emails, I know if it's going to be a good day or a bad day. <laughs> and, and, and take it from there. Um, you know, some days I, I got to really push and I'm sat here for 14 hours really grinding and, and some days I, you know, do two or three hours and I can go and, go and enjoy time with family and friends. Um, yeah, it's, it's, very, it's a very fluid schedule, but 
yeah, I'm, I'm constantly doing what I love doing in one shape or form. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's very empowering to say. Uh, and so you teach people how to blog, how to make money from, from blogging, building websites. Like, what do you think is the most challenging thing today? Like, what, what's their aha moment when you teach them? The, the making money online thing, blogging and, and everything like that is often sold as, as the magic pill or the, you know, the, the, the solution to your dreams. It's a bridge to, to, to get to your dreams. But what people don't talk about is the amount of work that goes into making those things a reality. Now, if you're just starting, you've got a lot to learn. You've got to, figure, you've got to learn not just how to write content. You've got to learn basic HTML, some like basic stuff with WordPress. You've got to learn about sales and marketing. You've got to learn about how to talk to people. You just, you've got to learn like analytics. There's so much to learn. And I often find people are trying to run before they can walk. So the most important thing that you should do if you're just starting out is just remember that all of the content you create, the websites that you create are going to be digested by real people. They're going to come and read it. Those words are going to enter their brain. They're going to be processed by a human brain and they're going to react to that. People forget about that when they're building sites and looking at data and Google analytics and things like that. So if you're building something, first of all, build it with pride. Don't take shortcuts. Don't, you know, like take pride, like actually look at it objectively and say, yeah, I'm proud of what I've built. That is often lacking. And when people show me things, I often say, are you proud of that? And they're like, what? <laughs> I'm like, is that the best you can do? And I'm like, oh, and like, and like right, if, if your immediate answer to that question wasn't, yeah, I'm proud of that, like you're not building it right. No, you've got, you've got to build something that humans love. Humans are the ones that are going to bring, take the, the credit card out of the wallet and pay for something and make you an affiliate commission. So that's where I feel many people going wrong. We, we, we forget about that human element. And when you're just starting out and you're learning so much and you're getting distracted with tools and data and, and this, that and the other, we often forget about the human element of it. And, you know, that, that's the most important part, uh, especially in SEO. Like you can't build anything that's search engine friendly unless it's human friendly first. And lots of people do it the other way around. They make it search engine friendly first, and then they try and make it human friendly after. Just keep the people in mind, keep the human in mind at all times when you're creating content or whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah, this really goes also into the, you know, the, the battle between, you know, design and marketing. You have sites that are <laughs> by marketers that look horrible. It's like they don't know, they, they have no regard to design as if it doesn't matter and has no impact. So. Yeah, and you've got to learn those basic things. You've got to go and learn basic design elements and, and you've got to pay attention to like equal spacing above and below an image and how the spacing is around a header and things like that. There's got to be consistency and, 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 and lots of people miss that. But I think that oftentimes a lot of people don't know that they've got to do that. So, you know, a great thing to do is if you're building out a piece of content or a page, just use Google. Google's telling you what the best content is in the world is for that subject right now. Just Google it and go and look at what Google considers to be the best content in the world right now for a subject and then yeah. compare that with what you've produced. Just use incognito so it's not personalized to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. So in order to teach, how do you get, how do you keep improving your own skills and do you have uh, kind of mentors that you follow? 
yeah, my my mentors are, are lots of other affiliate sites, and they pretty much tell me when I'm going right or wrong. <laughs> Your competitors? Or, uh... Yeah. No, I've got I've got lots of sites and lots of niches doing lots of different things. The best mentor in SEO isn't me. It isn't there isn't there isn't anyone that's the best mentor. The best mentor is you. And that is taking what you learn and trying it and experimenting with it and this, that and the other. That's the really the only way to learn SEO. Get some base foundation knowledge and then just, you know, throw stuff at the wall, see what sticks, see what's getting penalized, see what goes wrong. What's got, and, and that's the best way, you know, hands-on in the trenches to, to learn SEO. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a funny subject, but you do need that foundation knowledge. And, you know, a teacher can only teach you so much. It's like any subject, right? If, if you're learning carpentry, well, you can only learn so much by reading and listening. At some point, you've got to get your hands, you know, you've got to get stuck in. And the people that become master carpenters are the ones that spend the most time doing it, you know, not the most time with a teacher or the most time, you know, learning from a book. And the same oh, yeah. applies in SEO. So how does uh, your SEO blog, it's, it's kind of difficult, I would say, um, keep st staying fresh for nine years writing about SEO. First of all, how do you do that? And second, how, what are you writing about? Is it case studies? Are those how-tos? Yeah, okay. So, you know, you are right. Keeping that content fresh over that period of time is difficult. And I have made mistakes along the way. One of them was in an effort to, to, to expand the, the knowledge on the blog, I opened up guest posts. That led me to publishing some below below quality guest posts um certainly below my standard and uh, i very quickly learned it's hard to find someone to produce a guest post to my standard oh yeah so that can i made mistakes there. yeah 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 <laughs> you know i made mistakes there and 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 probably alienated some of the audience for a period of time as well as that, I stepped away from SEO content. You know, I was just sharing lots of different stuff on conversion, email, and, and everything else. So that kind of alienated the core audience as well. So over the past couple of years, I've brought it back to strictly SEO content, although you can still find the other content. It's the SEO content portfolio that I'm focused on building out. In terms of, of, of what types of content I'm publishing right now, you're right, I'm, I'm doing a mix of case studies, um, recently published how we 14 times search traffic in the health niche. That's a pretty cool case study. I did a case study on on-page SEO, increasing traffic by 40% with, with, again, zero link building, just on-page changes. Published recently some experiments I've done with FAQ-rich snippets that it previously in, in January weren't really worth bothering with. The, the you know, the, the time to integrate versus the results just wasn't there. But right now it's like crazy if, if you haven't integrated it, you, you got to go integrate them right now. So, I'm, you know, I'm constantly sharing tutorials, case studies, tips, just 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 the things that I'm learning as, as, as I'm going. And I feel are worthy with putting some, you know, spotlight onto a bigger audience. People love case studies, though. You know, you get to you get to go behind the scenes, not just of an SEO campaign, but of a business. And uh, I, I feel that's that's a very good, a great learning tool, especially when you tie that in with with, with related tutorials. 
it's, it's a great way for anyone to learn. So you also uh, promote uh, SEO, your uh, spreadsheets to download on your uh, website, matthewwoodward.co.uk. Yes. Is this yes. something uh, specific for this uh, platform? A, a lot of people struggle with keyword research and link building. For me, it, it's strange that people struggle with those because it's so easy. So I decided to release how I do it. And which is essentially just, first of all, looking at which keywords are working for your competitors. And uh, my sheet will actually pull down all the data for you and then remove any of the, the tire kicker keywords or any keywords you shouldn't be focused on. And then it will output some suggestions and say, okay, look, these are the easiest to rank for with the highest search terms. And it's just got little tick boxes and you just tick which ones you're gonna target. That means that you can build an intelligent keyword strategy in any niche in about five or 10 minutes. But once you've got a keyword strategy, okay, well, then you create the content. But the next biggest bottleneck people were having was building links. So I created another sheet that in a similar way looks at what links are working for your competitors, filters out all the links that you can hurt hurt you and then spits out a link building strategy at the end. And, and that one takes about five minutes to set up. So. Yeah, if you if you download those spreadsheets, there um, there's some pretty cool custom code behind them in Google Sheets. It'll help you build a, a complete keyword strategy and link building strategy in uh, in, in a matter of minutes rather than days. <laughs> well, sounds interesting. We we shall download that later on. So before wrapping up, Matthew, where could our listeners follow you? You can follow me on matthewwoodward.co.uk. I highly suggest you subscribe to my YouTube channel. I literally physically built a video studio from the ground up as an extension to my house. Uh, so I'm fully committed to, to, to video at the moment. And uh, my, my SEO agency, searchlogistics.com, uh, built with Elementor. Go and check that out if, if, you, if you're struggling to increase search traffic and uh, actually take a look at how we, how we used Elementor there. It's pretty interesting. And uh, yeah, don't bother reaching out to me on Twitter because I'll probably miss it. If, if you've got any personal questions or, or comments for me, it's best to reach me either uh, in, in a comment on one of my articles. I'm, I'm always reading them. I'm engaged there. Or to just drop me an email, use a contact form on my blog. Okay, Matthew. So it was great talking to you. And it, it was really nice also to know that uh, by chance, you're also a new Elementor user. Yes. <laughs> so that means, by the way, that soon all your assets will become Elementor. So it's, it's, it's looking that way at the minute. Yeah, I'll be honest. <laughs> right there. So, so great. It looks, I mean, I really love the, the content you create and uh, it looks like a really no-brainer to, to follow you and, and uh, get really great information from you about SEO and content. So just keep on doing uh, the great work you do. Yeah, thanks very much. It's, uh, yeah, it's always interesting putting out new content and it's, it's hard work. So uh, yeah, it, all, those, all those testimonials, the results that come in really fuel the fire. <laughs> and keep enjoying sunny Costa Rica. I will, I will, because it's definitely better than rainy England. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for your time, Matthew. No, thank you, guys. thank you for having me on. And please, anyone, any questions, feel free to reach out. Don't be shy. I am here to help and support your growth.